you have a light to shine as a listener. And if you are really laser focused on what that mission, that vision and purpose is, that MVP, your whole life will start shifting in a different direction because anyone that's not aligned with that direction will just drop out of your life. Welcome to the Big Fat Real Estate Checks Podcast with Marco Kozlowski, where we help investors like you get the knowledge and skills you need to replace your J-O-B with passive cash flow for life. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Big Fat Real Estate Checks. My name is Marco Kozlowski, and I'm here with Francesco Galluccio and Gabriel Araish. And today we're going to be discussing tremendous value item number 962, Mission, Vision, and Purpose. If this is your first go-around of the Big Fat Real Estate Checks podcast, simply uh, stop what you're doing right now and go to the first 10 episodes as we discuss how asset-based lending works, how we buy assets using absolutely none of our own money, not because we don't have any, but because we have the skill sets to not have to. And once you understand that, and once you see how to structure deals properly, you'll never have to use your own money again. In fact, you'll get paid the day you buy a property instead of actually having to bring money to closing. And with the right skill sets, you get the right results. And if you behave a certain way, you will get a certain result as well. And that's what we're all about. And uh, it's no secret, we, uh, we mentor people on how to be the best real estate investor communicator there is on the planet. And I'm looking forward to uh, working with you one day if you so decide to join any of our programs. So boys, girls, and in between, let's discuss, well, in spirit, you know, we have feminine energy, max, ma- we do. You know, masculine energy. Some Who are you implying? And, uh, I'm not. I, I, was, I was thinking up about you. I was, you right I was, away. I was thinking up for The truth comes game, out. So. Wow. Wow. You fell right into that one. I always right. talk about myself, actually, but it's all good. Oh, good, man. Yeah, so let's talk about mission, vision, and purpose. Actually, something that we have not talked about yet, even close to, I think maybe a little bit on goals in previous uh, podcasts, but really being clear on the mission, the vision, the purpose, the direction that you're going into, and false mission, visions, and purposes are something that we want to discuss as well, because a lot of people think that certain goals are valid, but they're actually not. They're destined for you to fail if if you're not careful. So, um, Gabe. Yeah, why don't well, you just start this conversation off? Sure. And, you know, in the past, we may have, uh, I guess, grazed on it because when we talk about, you know, your why, your why, your why, that's technically, to a certain extent, parallel to your mission, mission, vision, and purpose. But a mission, vision, and purpose is, is going to be very, very specific. It's It's like your reason of being for what you're doing. And we're in the real estate world, so you're going to have a mission, vision, purpose, for real estate specifically. So it's you need to be clear that when we're talking about, and, it, and we're gonna call it an MVP just because it's gonna be a lot easier than just saying mission, vision, and purpose all over the place. But when you're looking at your MVP, it has to be for a certain world, if you will, or, or an industry. So if you know, Marco, you're in, in, in a bunch of, of industries, I'm in a few industries, we have an MVP for each one of these because they're not going to be the same necessarily. So in, in real estate, you're going to make sure that why are you doing this? Why are you what's your end game in real estate? And the first thing that comes to mind for most people is like when you ask them, well, you know, what are you getting into real estate for? Why are you doing real estate? It's well, I want to make money and money. I think we need to make that clear from the get go is is not a valid mission, vision or purpose. So money's a is not the end. It's the means to the end or it's 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 a result it should be the result or the outcome 
that is outside of what your mission, vision, and purpose is. And if you have a proper MVP, the outcome will result in money. Like you, you will get money. That's almost collateral benefit, if you want to call it. It's because it's definitely not collateral damage. Well, it's a byproduct, <laughs> but but it's it's a collateral benefit. It's a byproduct, exactly. So, but you need to make sure that you're clear. MVP and you know what that could be it could be whatever you want it to be as long as it doesn't revolve around you it's got to revolve around someone else or the you know your client or your your seller in, in real estate for example so maybe a valid mission would be to serve or to find solutions to multiple sellers in the next year for example so finding solutions to them is is how you're going to achieve a dollar amount and that's the result because if you help enough sellers and we've said this multiple times on different podcasts if you help people the byproduct of that will be that you will make money but your principal reason for doing what you're doing is to help the other human it's not to make money money comes with it but the first result is that you were able to achieve uh, your first goal which is to help another human being in this case the seller on a business level, absolutely. I have uh, other business ventures that I started up here in Canada. I have my you know, uh, business development. I have my legal business. And, and my legal business was my baby. That was my first one that I first opened. And I went through a situation where I had to, we, we got into a, a legal battle with someone and I had to go through all these ropes and, and the court process, which was a, a nightmare. So, and I know up here where I live in, in Toronto and Ontario, Back then, back in the 96, they got rid of, there was some government cuts and they were getting rid of the sheriffs. So sheriffs used to be the ones going to people's doors and knocking and, and serving and, and, you know, serving and say, hey, you've been served, right? So they got rid of that. So they left it up to the public. So it was a nightmare for the public to weave around all the process and, and the rules and when you can serve, when you can't serve, how do you serve? So I thought that was a, a great opportunity to help others go through that process. So I, I self-educated myself and my mission was to simplify process serving. That was actually my, my slogan is to simplify process serving. So my whole business, my mission was let me help folks like the Joe blows because the lawyers know how to do it, obviously, but they're going to milk you three, four, 500 bucks an hour to do so. So how do I help the general public go through the legal process on their own? So I simplified, I put systems in place. I created a software around it. I created awareness of it and you know we helped them out obviously along the way there was a fee for us to do it for them but it made that process simple so for me on that business all my businesses have a mission and vision and the purpose and the purpose was to simplify that process that people they wanted to get a divorce but don't have the money for the lawyer and they wanted to get the ball rolling how did those people move forward so that was my mission vision and purpose for for that business and yeah the end result was it was very lucrative but i did spend time money and energy but the main purpose was that from a personal level, I have a why I really didn't think from a personal level to create a mission, vision and purpose. I know we just started a recent business right on due diligence I, that we're going to have a mission, vision and purpose for it, And we do have it. But from on a personal level, I, I, I can't say that I have one, to be honest with you. And maybe I should get one. I have a why I have a why for sure, but I don't have yeah, or it, like it, from a business perspective. It's going to be also kind of like a medley of all your different businesses and missions, visions, and purposes at the end of the day. But you can't have a personal one. It yeah. doesn't have to well, be around the, money. It could be around health. It could be the around... Common denominator, it the common denominator yeah, that's right. in my it other businesses right. is, is a business development is helping people. Well, it's people that want to get serving. out of their job and, and open up a business. Where do you start? So it is serving people. So 
Service. Yeah, it's, it's coming from a place of but service. But you can also serve yourself in real life, right? I mean, your health, your, your things like this. Right. Because, well, it really serves other people. Because if you remain healthy, then you're around for your children or for the people exactly. around you. So ultimately, it's always about serving others. And But you will benefit at the end, right? And, and, well, going back know. to the health one. Sorry, uh, Mark. Well, going back to the health thing. So I did have a why. I, I used to smoke a lot up until five, six years ago. So I decided to quit cold turkey, this and that. And my why or my purpose was exactly what you just said. I want to be around for my daughter, my son's wedding and, and see grandkids. And if I continue on this path, it wasn't going to happen or, you know, my chances were going to diminish. So that was my purpose on that. Well, it, it was. That was the Funny. biggest. That was the best decision I ever made. I go to yeah. the gym, but quitting smoking was by far the most beneficial. That's six years in. Actually, for seven sure. years in. So anyways, to the point is you can have two armies. One is paid where they're paid mercenaries and they're just paid to be fighting and then you have those that are fighting for a cause which is more the deadly cause. yeah the cause every single time yeah yeah the cause 100 percent of the time because they have a you know they have a belief a mission a vision a purpose you know where they're fighting for something and they're laser focused if, if if you are just focused on money you're and you're chasing money it's like chasing i want to win the super bowl and I just want to win the Super Bowl, but there's no action that goes around it. It's it's a series of actions, and the Super Bowl is not done in one game, actually. You're seeing the end of a lot of things that happen during that period of time. Gabe? Well, well, just, I guess the segue off that is, is, or worse, it's like all these NFL players who say they want to win a Super Bowl, but then when it's time for them to negotiate their contracts, they try and take as much money as possible when there's a cap in place. And if they took a little bit less in order to build a better team around them, they would have a better chance of winning. So ultimately, because they're trading money for the championship indirectly, and this is something you see a lot, a lot of you know top players will take pay cuts or they'll take less than their market value in order to build a team around them to get there. So their vision, their personal vision is to win the Super Bowl, and this is their contribution to it. Actually, if you most likely the, those that teams that have won a Super Bowl, I haven't, I don't know enough about football to really do the stats on this, but I'm assuming that those that those teams that have gone and won a, to a Super Bowl. All the players as a team have probably done exactly that, have sacrificed something in order to get something. But they're not really sacrificing because their their mission, vision, and purpose is to say, I played in a Super Bowl, which has more value than an extra million or two that you can't take with you when you die anyway. That's right. Now, everyone, just to circle back a little bit on the conversation, all of us got involved in real estate for the money, right? I'm not going to be, you know, I'm not going to sugarcoat that. I wanted to make, I was broke, I needed money, how am I going to do it? And I, you know, get into real estate. And it's only when you hit a whole bunch of walls and you realize that every business can make you money. I didn't know anything about the bar business, the hospitality business, the health business, the Amazon selling business, info marketing, like digital marketing, like all these things, no idea, right? And at the end of the day, the more selfish I was, the worse I did. If it was all about me, all about me, all about me, no one gives a shit about us at the end of the day, right? And as a listener, I hate to tell you, the world's gonna keep spinning when you're dead. All right. No one cares. At the end of the day, we're not that important in the grand scheme of things, as important as we want to be. And the more people you serve, the more money you make. And if you have systems and processes in place, which is what a business is, and you are come from a place of service, not how much money I can make. In fact, if you go to a car dealership and the salesperson says, well, you know, we just want to make as much money as possible. I woke up this morning and I want to make as much money as possible and you're going to give it to me you'd leave immediately. And in fact, if everyone communicated that way, the world would collapse. It's only through service and taking care of people, the result becomes money. And what is that done through? 
a mission, a vision, a purpose, right? When I'm dealing with a seller, I want to, at the end of the day, if you've been listening to us, create an impasse, right? We want to have an impasse where we have a disagreement where we know exactly what they need, why they need it, when they need it, and how they need it. And then all we have to do is give them that. And in most cases, it's not their asking price or they have to sell it for 2 million because they're going to, they're going to have $1.2 million in taxes because they've owned it so long, right? So they really only need $800,000 net. So now you can actually work around how to get them a net number and strategies, tax strategies to actually eliminate that tax or reduce it or defer it until it doesn't even matter anymore because they'll be on to the next opportunity. So there's, there's always something that you can do if you really understand what they're going to do with the money in the real estate space, right? Or in the bar business, we want to create an immersive guest experience that allows them to just be in another world and they forget their problems or they're for, they just, they're, we're celebrating life at that time and nothing else matters. And it's all customer concentric. It's, it has nothing to do with us as owners, has everything to do with our guests and our patrons. And no, the, the less say, you're involved, the better it is. Go ahead, Frank. Sorry. with money in in mind that's why people get jobs it doesn't necessarily mean you love your job so going back to your example you know you get paid military versus you know those fighting for a cause those that are paid military is like you going to a job that you hate because i i you know when i used to go to the cra people used to curse all the time going into that job so those are the paid military that they don't want to be there they're just there for the money and until you remove yourself from that environment and you do something that you have passion for and that you want to help and you want to serve other people, whether it's in legal, in business, in real estate, whatever your cause is, you're going to have a lot, a lot more fun doing it. Number one, helping those people. And yes, you're going to have that byproduct, which is money coming to you. Take care of other people's, you know, problems or, or needs first before yours. And you're rewarded at the end. You nailed it when you said focus on others. Don't focus on the money. The money will come when you help others. And you'll have a better life too because you're giving back at the end of the day. And I heard this um, from a book I recently read. When you first got your Christmas present, Frank, like as of a kid, I don't know if you ever celebrated Christmas, if you had had the money to, to do that as a family. I'm just, I'm teasing. I got one present every year, right? My par- We didn't have a lot of money. And uh, my parents didn't believe in, in giving anything, just Eastern European nothing for you you know we go make another one if you're not a good boy no soup for you so not so no soup for you so i got a present it was the best thing ever right and i remember thinking man this as a kid loved the present but it's actually had more joy in giving my parents a present that i had worked for because i'd never give them anything and the first i remember having a job and giving them a gift that i paid for from from collecting bottles i collected bottles as a kid in canada that you actually get money for bringing in uh, it was like Five cents for a can, fifteen cents for uh, you know yeah. the bigger ones. That, and that doesn't happen really no more. Ones. Yeah, I remember that. <clears throat> yeah, that was my job, and I used to go every morning and uh, you know at five o'clock in the morning collect, and I, I'd make quite a bit of money. And then I, anyway, saved up the money and I gave my mom. My mom wanted something, and my dad never wanted. It was like one hundred and twenty bucks, and I saved up for almost a year, and I gave my mom this thing, and she lit up, and it was the best feeling in the world. And the book reminded me of this instance where it felt better to give than it did to get, honestly. And coming from that place of service, it made me, it brought me a lot of joy, a lot of joy. And I don't, you know, you have kids, doesn't it? It brings us joy to see our children or people that we give something to. It lights them up and it feels good, right? And giving back and being of service at the same time, that double whammy of you're giving back and really making an impact 
is extremely it is, rewarding. Even it as gives a, a lot of meaning. And, and I see it even my parents and, and my uh, my parents in laws when they when they give to the grandkids, it's it's a joy. Whether you know for them, you know, even if they give them ten bucks or twenty bucks or just a gift, here you go, keep it. Uh, for them, they're that's their satisfaction. That's that's their that's their happy place where they're just giving something to their kids. And, you know, I, yeah, you definitely feel good when you give something to your kids. Yeah, I see it in my you know in my parents' face when they give it to my kids as their grandkids. They're they're full of joy and they feel fulfilled. I guess that's the word that I was looking for. They feel fulfilled. As long as it's not with no expectations of return. I think that's... Well, yes. 100%. That's be, that, a very good point. Yeah, very be, good point. Because... You're very good point. There's very a lot of point. people that give because they expect something in return, whether it's immediately or in the future. But give man, and that's so true. Like when you give to give, and, and I think as a parent, when you give something to your child, it's, it's always, I mean, theory should be always out of love and, and, and you just to see their joy in their faces it trumps every single gift i ever got in my life and you can even accumulate all of them put together just seeing someone being genuinely happy is an amazing feeling it's it's gratifying and i think when we do this even when we help students in real estate as well i think i speak for all of us that we we get more joy out of seeing someone else kind of make a deal and make a killing than if we did it ourselves it, it's just it's an amazing feeling to see that success when you guys did your first deals, because I was teaching both of you, and I still am, and you're teaching me as well. Like we're all we're all students together here. We we all teach each other. I remember your first deals. You were elated. And I was happier. We have a closing uh, was was supposed to happen today. Got delayed till Tuesday of next week. No, their first deal. I'm fucking thrilled for this guy. Works hard, and I'm I'm more excited about it than he is. I, he doesn't believe this, but I am. And when David yeah. closed his yeah, 338 unit, you know, well, we're all David, jumping yeah. up and down. I think for David, finally, yeah, yeah it's a know, long time coming. When Dr. Lilly does one, we're going to be <laughs> having an orgasm. Yeah. It's going to be, you know, it's it's just like you see people who work so hard, right, and go through so much, and that because it's aligned with our mission, our vision, our purpose. We don't make any money when they close. But it's aligned with our mission, vision, and purpose. We're okay. We're, all of us are, are just fine. Thank you very much. We don't do this you know, for the financial gain. We do it for the beauty of seeing someone change their lives. And that's part of our mission, vision, and purpose and our path that we're on. And if we just did this for the money, we'd be miserable constantly. People that are focused on money or money for money or power for power are always miserable. No, you know what? When you're helping a student, it is. You're changing their life and you're changing... You know, their kids if they have kids you're changing the path of oh. their whole life and that listen if you're in a position to change someone's uh, fortune in life and they can go in, a, in another direction it's a high for sure it's a high and you see their face and you're like okay you know, they went through all the struggles and all that and to get them to a point where you had a hand in in their in their success it is rewarding but that's with any any business that you have it doesn't have to be real estate and just to clarify, just I want to add something to this because we, we're not changing their lives. They're changing their own lives. I think we're just guiding them and we're showing them a different way of operating. And if they actually follow that process, they will inevitably end up changing their lives. But it also starts with mission, vision, and purpose and not being focused on money. Correct. Which is a mistake that we all make, I think, at first, is we want as much money as possible. And once we have it, we realize how unfulfilling it is just mm -hmm. to have money. Right? People that win the lottery within five years usually lose it all or commit suicide, suicide rates are the highest among that group, lose all their friends. It starts a downward path because no mission, no vision, no mission, no purpose, no MVP, right? And I think that's really important as a listener. I, I would, uh, today I would make it a point to really figure out what you want to accomplish. It shouldn't have anything to do with money. What? How do you want to serve? 
How do you want to be remembered? What is it that you want to do and to impact? Because all of us have a light to shine, right? And you have a light to shine as a listener. And if you are really laser focused on what that mission, that vision and purpose is, that MVP, I think your, your whole life will start shifting in a different direction because anyone that's not aligned with that direction will just drop out of your life completely. Yep. No, I was going to say when I first started, Marco, with the real estate, again, we didn't put it in perspective on, on a vision and uh, like I'm MVP, but we wanted to help. We were doing single families back then and we wanted to help people get into home ownership and we that we started with uh we got the home we did lease options where we yeah. had a lease with an option to buy those that couldn't necessarily get a traditional mortgage because you know they got bruised during during the crash their credit rating so they couldn't quite do it and seeing the people i, I remember once we were in, in uh, near gainesville in florida and seeing that family coming up and they had the exact same age kids that we had at the time they were really young and giving them that opportunity to get into a home having a place called home and giving that opportunity to own that home the girl was crying i know my wife was even crying with, with the girl we, we just met these people but it was that rewarding what, what gave you what you're saying that reward that man we're changing the, like we're we're helping these folks get into a home where they necessarily couldn't do it and i think that's what lit our fire and we, we did a few more after that let's buy homes and get people in those homes that cannot necessarily get traditional financing so and that was more fuel to you than the probably it ten was. fifteen thousand dollars that you it, got it, it was, down payment. It, actually i think we even they had so much we said you know what it's okay that's good we did obviously a background check and all that it was even less it wasn't about even the down payment or that it was like we're helping the, this family with these kids get into a place called home and that was rewarding itself and then we took off from there uh, well, obviously thanks to your help but yes also with that clarity uh just so don't forget if it's not aligned remember we bought a mobile home park and there were the partner that we were with there was yeah. poop that was kids were playing was, in poop on the grass we, we called gonna, we uh, called to health to shut ourselves our to, shut, to shut ourselves mm -hmm. down we condemned our own park down because we couldn't believe that this was we were more on the passive investing side that and we trusted someone that we're supposed to do their checks and balances shame on us for not doing the right thing on our checks and balances first frank you were fine but i lost a lot of money on that deal but i didn't care like, I don't care because it's not aligned with our mission, vision, and purpose, which is really serving our community, right? Serving our tenants and serving a seller to the highest possible level with the highest uh, level of integrity. I don't want to be my, my name associated with that shit. Literally, not going to happen. So we just divested very quickly. Yeah. And, well, um, listen, it, that was our it. mission now is, is to provide clean, affordable, and, and safe accommodations. That's our mission for, for the real estate mm -hmm. that we're doing. And if it doesn't fall into those three buckets, all of them, then we stop and we have to correct it. That's... I don't want on my watch where someone's going to have right. respiratory issues so, because I didn't take care of the mold or whatever, or there, there, there's septic tanks that are full and, you know, crap is coming up. And yeah, that partner, safe. his purpose was to make money. He didn't care. And uh, he didn't care, didn't care at all. And that's, and that's not a partner that he will never do exactly. well in life unless he changes that mission, vision and purpose. Correct. The all right. I think we uh, nailed this uh, hopefully as, as much as we can. Again, let me circle back and say, really figure out what your mission, vision, and purpose is. And you can have multiple mission, visions, and purposes for different businesses, for different avenues, for different even segments in your job. If your mission, vision, and purpose is to show as much value to the company as possible by serving a tremendous service, you'll ascend very quickly within that company. They will see that you're committed to doing the right thing. Anyone that is doing well in our organizations ascends very quickly because we can see that they're committed and we want to recognize that and keep those people. So it's very easy to do well in life if you're laser focused on others. 
again, responsibly, I'm going to say this responsibly. If you're giving everything that you have and you're not doing it in with within boundaries, there are boundaries to this. I just want to put a little asterisk on that. Then you're obviously going to do it in the right way and to give to give. So great episode, guys. Appreciate you as a listener. I hope this had tremendous value. Like it, love it, share it. Please subscribe. Help us get to 2000 reviews. And we'd be delighted for you to share this with as many humans as possible on your social. Do whatever you can to get the word out because we're really trying to get to uh, help your your community and your loved ones have this uh, podcast uh, delivered to those that really need the information and a little bit of a selfishness in there. We'd like to get to at least 2000 reviews. So uh, five star reviews specifically. And if you absolutely loved it, please uh, give us one. If you didn't, please don't give us any review at all. That would be better. Um, this is Big Fat Real Estate. Chicks, not checks. <laughs> if you didn't like it. All right, guys, I appreciate you very much. Just have a great life. Live with passion. Do what you absolutely love to do. And just give to give. And uh, again, this uh, it's very easy to be successful if you're just laser focused on the right items and uh, choose the actions and behaviors wisely that you do on a daily basis. Thanks, guys. Have a great day. Appreciate you both as well, uh, Gabe and Frank. Thanks, guys. See you soon. Ciao, ciao for now. If you like this episode of Big Fat Real Estate Checks, then show some love by leaving a comment and a good rating. Also, as a thank you for tuning in today, we've got a special free gift. The journey to passive cash flow for life starts by finding deals, and it's easier than you think. Simply go to getdealsbytuesday.com, enter your email address, and we'll send you a free quick start course called Deals by Tuesday. Even if it's 11 p.m. Monday night, this course will show you how to find discounted real estate deals by Tuesday. It's that fast and simple. Go to getdealsbytuesday.com and start your journey toward life-changing cash flow today. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you on the next episode.